that is different when you enter the room. An aura that is following you. And that aura is the glory of God. But you know, this is the battle. This is what the devil is trying to take away from us. Now, the question then is, knowing our prophetic destiny, knowing that we have the glory of God in the person of the Holy Spirit, knowing that the Holy Spirit is given to us so that we can shine in life. The Holy Spirit is more than tongues, speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is not the end. It's supposed to make the light that you carry shine brighter. The Holy Ghost is given to us so that we can stand out in life. Oh, and we are standing out. You heard that testimony that our sister gave. And I, I was privy to it. That's why like, you know, I did not really stop her. When the whole thing was going on, you know, the other party involved actually said, she, there were two people that spoke. Never be afraid to talk as a child of God. The other one said, if I am still in charge of this office, this election we hold on the 23rd, unfailingly. And she replied, if also I am still in my office, it will not hold on that day. That was the day the battle line was drawn. And I thank God for her. Because she realized whose daughter she, she is. She knows her place in the kingdom. You know, one of the third part that got to me when she was talking to me was when she said she went to the back of her house. And she looked up to heaven. Said, Daddy, the battle line has been drawn. They have made the mistake of calling me a hand. My God. Hey. You see, I was telling one of my brothers. I said, anybody that becomes your enemy should always regret it. I pity my enemies. Oh, I tell you, I pity my enemies. The worst thing that can happen to a man is to make me his enemy. Or an enemy. Because you can never defeat me. I, oh, I don't know about you, but I pity my enemies. Oh, I pity my enemies. God, you know, recently, Lady P secured the property. But something special happened. Because she's been, I, uh, when I went to see the property she, God gave her, I said, oh, babe, what? this can only be God. Because you see, if you're, if you're running business in a location, you know that if you don't have, if you're going, changing of property can be one of the most difficult thing. Because once you change property and you are not in that locality, you can lose your customers. But when I saw what God did for her, they were not going to sell that property or give her that property. They were full of themselves. They, were, they kept changing. She's been on it for almost a year. And she told me, you know what? During GWIs, I sowed a seed for this. And I said, Lord, you know, when we talk about seed, what is a seed? Yesterday night, the Holy Spirit actually gave me a revelation of what a seed is. My son has been achieving some great results in his relationship with people. I've seen him do great things. But he discovered a secret that the Holy Spirit used to minister to me yesterday. Anytime he wants to do something for somebody, he will go into his savings and bring the money from that savings and bring the money to me. I said, Daddy, I want to do this for this person. This is the amount I have. I'm giving you this amount because that thing is bigger than me. Literally, that's what I said. So I'm trusting that as I give you this amount, you will help me achieve that thing. I'm telling you. He did it the first time. He did it the second time. Yesterday night, 
he came to me and said, you know, I have friends, me and my friends, we want to start buying drink for our fellow classmates in church. These are people there, respect children. They know something that adults don't know. He said, because we are always looking for things to eat on Sunday after service. So we came together that we want to start buying refreshment for our fellow friends in the class. So one of them I said is going to buy biscuits, but I said I will start buying drink. So he said, when I counted, we are about almost 40. So I've brought this money to you, daddy. 1,200. <laughs> daddy, please. I need four packs of drink tomorrow. <laughs> I said, okay, I hear you. I hear you. So, you know, I don't need this one, two. See, this is the one, two here. I kept it. Because the Holy Spirit spoke to me yesterday when he gave me this money. That's why I didn't spend it. As he gave me that money, he went away with joy. Knowing his father, that which he has committed, which cannot buy four days. Once he places what is not sufficient in the hand of his own daddy, he's able to take care of the bigger project in his life. Ah, as he walked away from that room, I was almost crying. I said, Lord, this is how I ought to be living my life. This is how I ought to be living my life. He bought that drink sweatless. I gave him my 80. He went to go and buy it for his friend. Now, his friend will be praising him. But he, he said, though he had just learned the wisdom of sowing and reaping. Are you with me, somebody? Give me the one to. It's the third or fourth time it has happened this year. And I realize it's a principle of faith. It's a principle of faith. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I will trust you more this year. Say, Lord, I will trust you more this year. Oh, I don't know who you are, but you see, that depression, you just need to give it over to God. Say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm exchanging. I'm going to trust you more this year, Lord. I'm a child of glory. Amen, somebody. You know, when I was talking about Lady Peace own, when the Lord wanted to answer our prayer, all of a sudden, I think last week, she got a property without paying 50 cobo yet. She fully possessed. Do you know why? The land grabbers perfected the document of this property. So they took somebody there last week to inspect the property. The person inspected the property and they love it. The last Sunday, the person went back there with his people. They took measurements. Immediately the first time they went there, there was a man that was living by the next house, the next compound, who saw them, who knows the owner, and told the owner, your property is gone. They are selling. Even that man was just, he was there for just that assignment. How did I know? I will tell you what happened. Because when they made the call, they didn't believe. But when they came back last Sunday, the man called them again because they, they didn't know what was going on. Said, they are there now measuring your property. Come and see, call to Lady P. Come and take the property. We don't want your money yet. Buy it, buy it. We give it to you. Come and put gate, put gate, put gate now. Take so she went there. 
You see, the people that were even raising the bar, not like this, not like that, they take it first. Take, we, we give you, anytime you have the money, come and pay us. And it, no, let me tell you something. When the Bible says, not by power, not by might, it's talking about the glorious life. A life that, you see, logic cannot explain. You see, when the man, when we inserted the gates, I think she did that gate yesterday. As we're inserting the gate, when I got there, they said, oh, the man has just passed away. The man that sealed the entire, that uh, said he has just passed away. He died that same day. Why? Because I believe that, I, I, I don't know anything about it. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a doctrine out of it. I don't rejoice in somebody's death. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying that even if it is one day left for someone, they will fulfill the assignment before they leave this earth because of you. Amen. God is that great. Yes. I'm telling you, God, if he can part the rest and make the stone to be still for his own children, how much more you? Man, it is time to live the glorious life. Walk in the glory of God. Is our heritage. Defeat is not our portion. God has made us. See, people should hear our testimony and say, what are you saying? It doesn't make sense. That is the place of glory. You should not live a lesser life. Somebody with me, I pray for you this month. Everything, even that, that which your salary of 10 years cannot deliver to you. This year, the glory of God will collapse time for you. I said, this year, the glory of God will collapse time for you. In the name of Jesus. It's a life of glory. Now that you know that the glory of God is in you. But for some of us, we are not really seeing it. The question, how do you walk in that glory? How do you activate that glory? How do you awaken the glorious life that God has called you to live? Well, I'm going to give you one principle today. Number one is faithfulness. Faithfulness. Faithfulness is the primary prerequisite. To walk in the glory of God. You want to see the glory of God? You see, uh, faithfulness means adhering firmly and devotedly to a person or a cause. Adhering firmly and devotedly to a person or to a cause. You are devoted to that person. Devoted to that cause. Nothing is moving you. Nothing is changing you. That is faithfulness. And what does the Bible say? First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2. Look at it. See, it is required in our stewardship with God. It's required in our relationship with God. That when you, he looks at you, you should be found faithful. Devoted to him. Your allegiance is to him. Oh, how God loves faithfulness. How God loves faithfulness. Circumstances may want to change you. But you say, no, I'm a child of God. I will remain faithful. You know, the person that God called to Ross, Abraham. Do you know how the Bible referred to Abraham? You know, in Galatians chapter 3 verse 14, the Bible says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. So that means when you became born again, there is a blessing that is yours. It's called the blessing of Abraham. But you, that means it is actually wrong for a child of God to be saying, Lord, bless me, bless me, bless me. Yes, we say bless you. It's not wrong. But listen to me. You don't need to pray for blessing. You just need to walk in blessing. 
You need to walk in the blessing because Jesus gave us that blessing. We don't need to be, Lord, bless me today. Bless me. No. Yes, we can pray for it. But the ideal thing is you can walk in it. Why? Because Galatians 3, 9, the same scripture says, so then, so then they which be of faith, we Christians are blessed with faithful Abraham. In other words, let me help you understand it. So we are blessed because of the faithfulness of Abraham. It's the faithfulness of Abraham that it ushered in that blessing to us. But can we find where Abraham demonstrated faithfulness in the Bible? Can we trace this New Testament and find the exact position of this word in the Old Testament? Of course, yes. Of course, yes. Follow me to Genesis, please. I want to show you something in Genesis chapter 14. Genesis chapter 14. So this was a case of a king called um, Kendolahoma. Kendolahoma. The, the U.S. of his time. The world power of his time. So if you read from Genesis chapter 14, you see how this man was just conquering kings. He was conquering kings and kingdoms. Then, he made an accident or wrong decision to go also and conquer Gomorrah and Sodom, where Lot was living. So after he conquered Sodom and Gomorrah, he took Lot and his entire family and captive, and the people of that kingdom camped captive, and he went away. So Abraham was told of what had happened. So Abraham gathered 300 trained men in his own house. People he had trained, invested in them. But let me pause there. Living a life, a lonely life, or living life alone is a dangerous thing. What if Abraham had not been training them? I, 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 you know, I pity those who just live for their immediate, their nuclear family. One day you will need your trained servant to fight for you and with you. Don't just live a life, me, my, me and my wife and my family dot com. One day you will be faced with a battle that you will need trained servants to fight with you. That's why you must invest yourself in others. Invest in people. You know, don't, don't do life alone. Invest in quality relationships. Have people that you are raising up. If you are here, there are those who are always, be, in every stage you are in life, there will always be those who are beneath you. Your duty is to invest in them, to raise them up, not to look down on them. Jesus said, the poor you will always have with you. Is somebody with me? So Abraham right now is now responding to this situation. So verse 16. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. Verse 18. And Melchizedek. Now this is now when he, was, he had come back from the war. He had defeated Kendolaoma. Now he's coming back from the war. Now and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And he was with the priest. And he was the priest, I mean. He was the priest of the Most High God. Verse 19. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram. Now, I want you to watch. This was after chapter 12, 14. And God had not changed his name. Oftentimes, people did not know that the change from Abram to Abraham was a product of his faithful relationship with God. God did not just wake up and say, I'm going to just change your name. 
to Abraham. No, go and read very well. In fact, it was after this and chapter 15, all right, that God then said, I'm going to change your name to Abraham right now. He was doing something. I wonder those who are doing nothing and say God should bless them. You see, faithfulness is what opens you up to more of God's blessing in your life. In fact, let me say it this way. Faithfulness is the password to God's blessings. You see, you have your phone with you. You have the blessing of God. It's like your phone. If you don't have the password, the phone becomes useless. Do you agree with me? All the features of that phone, you can access it. But the phone is, is a smartphone. It can browse. It can do Twitter. It can do Facebook. It can do a whole lot of things. But just because you don't have access to the password, and after wrong password, the phone, even is an iPhone, it becomes disabled. So many disabled life because they are entering the wrong password. The blessing of God has been disabled. There is nothing that shows that they are a Christian. Always losing, frustrated like an unbeliever. Check, that man is not faithful in, some, in his relationship with God. He's not faithful in his relationship with God. That's why he's disabled. If the glorious life is absent, is because faithfulness is not present. Is somebody with me? Watch. So it was not overnight. Look at, it was still Abraham. God was testing him as Abraham. When he passed the test, he became Abraham. The blessing of God always comes in stages. Different stage of your life, it will just come. It will not come all at once. It, as you become faithful in, at this stage, it takes you to the next stage. You show faithfulness at this stage. It takes you to the next stage. And sometimes some people that could have become Abraham died as Abraham. Because see, they got carried away with what they saw at the level of Abraham. Not knowing that there is still a level called the Abrahamic level. Is somebody with me today? Now let's go into the word. And he blessed him, verse 19 again, and said, blessed be Abraham of the most high God possessor of heaven and earth verse 20 and blessed be the most high god which had delivered thy enemies into thy hand and he gave him look at tithes of all what did he do he gave him tithes of all one of the first way to to to, to walk in faithfulness is to give god the first place in your life if you want to be faithful is to give God the place, not just in your finances. No, no. Finance is just part of everything. You, you, you as a person, give God the first place. Do you realize it, the man had become so rich overnight because he had won this battle and the first thing that occurred to him, he gave this time, God the first place. Then, look at the next thing that happened. Verse 22, verse 20, and the, verse 21. And the king of Sodom said unto Abraham, Give me the presents and take the goods, take all the wealth to thyself. Look at it. And Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the most high God, ha, the possessor of heaven and earth. Hey, verse 23, that I will not take from a thread even to the shoe latchets. And that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou should say, I have made Abraham rich. Hey, did you get that? He was saying to him that, you know, 
I'm not going to do shortcut to be rich. You see, in other words, when he was tightened, he knows what he was doing. He was demonstrating faithfulness with that which God has committed. And he said, now you can take everything away. You know, take it all away. Take it all away from me. Why? Because I know the secret to kingdom prosperity. It is faithfulness. See, if I take this thing, you will say that Abraham, you have made him rich. But he said, he had known that there is something you can do that can bring true riches to you, that can bring true riches to you. It is demonstrating faithfulness in the place of the things that he has committed into your hand.